Welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm your host, Melody Pormorati, and today I have a treat for you all. We are going to be hearing from one of our Girl Life facilitators. Her name is Krista Lee Jetton, and she's based out of Prosper, Texas. And we're going to be talking about all the ways that she brought her background as a teacher, as a health coach, as a mother of two into her role as a girl life facilitator in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, she's an amazing woman and I know you're going to get so many nuggets of wisdom from this talk that we had with one another. And of course, if there is a part of you that is yearning to, uh, create a career out of running girls empowerment workshops and serving and impacting uh, the girls in your community, please reach out to us. Uh, check out our website for more info, www.getgirlpower.com. I hope you enjoy this interview with Krista Lee Jetton. We are talking today with Krista Lee Jetton, one of our facilitators who literally just signed up for the program two months ago. And I am so excited to share your story and, and your journey so far as a facilitator with everyone. But why don't you tell us a little bit about you and then and then we can dive right in. Sure. So my background is uh, being a teacher. I was in the public school system for 12 years. And then as I started to have kids, um, that passion for me changed and wanting to be home with them more. And so the past few years, I've been working just part-time as a preschool teacher, like in a Mother's Day Out program a couple days a week. Um, And um, I've been looking for something uh, to start. Um, I wanted... I knew I wanted my own business and I knew I wanted something um, that impacted other women. And so I was already searching for something um, just like this. Wow. And I, I remember when you and I connected, you I, you said something along the lines of, I've been looking for something like this. Where has this been? How did you end up finding us? So I'm actually a health coach, um, holistic health coach student. Um, and as I, it was actually pretty random. I was on Instagram scrolling through and I saw this post from this girl, Melody, that was a really, really cool looking post. And (laughs) the picture, um, caught my attention and I said, I want to know more about who this girl is. And so I started just to read the post and it started to describe this, this girl life group and talk about these different components of it. Um, that had empowering messages, that had nutrition, which is a passion of mine as well, and creative crafting. And I'm a very artsy person. And so that was another passion of mine. And I thought, and then it said something about, oh, you can actually um, have a career out of this, a sound career. And my brain just immediately started putting all the pieces together and said, I have to know more about this. And I started reaching out to you. Love it. Love it. It was a great conversation. And I remember you were waiting for the next enrollment launch opportunity and you got in the second, I think you were one of the first ones (laughs) who said yes, which was very exciting. And to me, it's pretty unbelievable in two months time, what you have done with your program in the midst of a pandemic. You signed (laughs) up, like, I feel like it was the first couple of weeks of the pandemic. And can you tell us a little bit about that process? Because I know that you had a goal of running in-person workshops and you kind of had to pivot a little bit. 
Yes. And I'm, you know, in person is definitely my jam. I love to connect with people. So I was really excited about doing this. Um, I signed on everything kind of just, you know, went crazy and I will be completely honest. I had a lot of fear up front in the fact of like, okay, well, maybe I'll just wait to the fall for in-person classes and we'll just put everything on hold and we'll just kind of see how all this works out. And then it was really Melody's guidance um, and mentorship because really all good people in business, they shift, right? When things change, you, you have to shift. And that's exactly what she did. And she came back on with the facilitators and said, you know what, guys, we need to shift. Our message is important. Girls still need to hear this. So we need to go virtual. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is a little bit scary, but I knew she was right. I knew that I needed to shift with her and that I had the confidence to do that because we have that support with, with this group. And that's exactly what I did. Um, we, we shifted to virtual and um, virtual actually for me was an excellent uh, beginning point before doing in-person classes, because there's a lot of elements to virtual that are just simplistic. You don't have to go and bring all of your stuff to possibly a different location. If you're going to work out of a different location, um, you can do it from the comfort of your home. You can find a little quiet spot. Um, you have your, your, your things and your tools right there. So for me, it was actually a great way to start. That's really cool. And it's cool that you, you know, I, I get that fear, right? Because I, I experiencing, I experience it still. But the fact that you just did it, you decided to do it. And I marvel every time I go on social media, and I see your full workshop, I see you're running all these different age groups, all these different workshops. And I'm just like, wow, this woman just took the program. She added her own magic to it, her own personality. And she she put it out there for the girls and you did it quickly. Can you tell us a little bit about that process of how you were able to get up and running so very quickly? Um, sure. I think the first step is planning out support with people around you. So I had to have those conversations with my husband to say, you know, what uh, workshops work at these times for us? And do I have your support? Because I do have a little son and he can be kind of wild. So I needed some support from family members too. And so I reached out to people and even um, one of the girls in my neighborhood was like, I will, we're really good friends. I will watch him. And then her daughter joined on um, for girl life. So I just, I had some support going on. Um, so that we could, we could get that baseline done. Um, we, we went virtual, like we talked about. So I have a main Facebook group where I am, you know, wanting to constantly, um, add the parents to that run the free challenges. I think that's so important to offer the free content. So they see the value in that. You're not just always asking them to join a workshop. That was a big hit, uh, especially with the moms out there. I had so much great feedback about how intentional they were being with their daughters during that 10 day challenge. So I feel like that was a great, um, sample for them to see what this is going to look like, little bits and pieces of it. Um, then once they joined our uh, Girl Life group, they were put into a separate Facebook group for that. And I would run my lessons live from there. And then we followed up with a Zoom lesson after that. And then um, the following week, we would, you know, kind of rinse and repeat. I think the important thing is just to continually reevaluate 
what is working for you and what isn't and continually try to tweak that. I looked at the curriculum and I studied that first because there's so many different workshops and I just decided I'm going to pick four. And so it's taking those bigger chunks and minimizing it down into those smaller pieces that made it doable for me and say, okay, you know, I'm sitting here looking at 15, 16 workshops, workshops, and it's a little overwhelming because I don't know what any of these say yet. And so I just, um, went through and glanced. I I said, well, you know, parents are going to be at home, right? So I want to make this simple for them, especially on the crafting part. So one of my determining factors was let me go through these lessons and see what are going to be simple crafts as far as supplies go that parents either have at home or they can easily source. Because as a parent in the middle of a pandemic, the last thing I want is like these big, long supply lists because then I'm feeling inadequate. I've got to source this or that. So something as simple as a gratitude jar. The girls can grab a mason jar. They can grab a plastic jar in the house. They can grab anything, really. It's it's not even about the container, right? So start with those simple crafts. That was my first goal. Let me narrow it down to four classes that I can get used to. And then I broke it down into age group uh, virtually. I ran a five to seven, a seven to nine age group and a 10 to 12. And then I had a lot of fun with the curriculum because Melody gives us the freedom to tweak the curriculum and to add components or to shift it or to take something out. And so for me, that really was part part of the thing that sealed the deal. Um, I'm faith-based. I was able to add uh, daily affirmations to each a lesson that we did, and then a scripture at the bottom. And the parents could choose which parts of that they wanted to take. Um, I tried to tweak each age group a little bit different. So with my youngers, they had a different book that was read aloud to them online. And then with my olders, I did actually little miniature challenges for them. So with the gratitude uh, lesson, they had to write a gratitude letter to someone and read it because that's actually an experiment that you can find on YouTube. And the happiness level went skyrocketing to the person that actually called or went to that person and shared their letter. So we talked about that and gave them some ideas that they could really practice. So um, I just tried to make it special for each group. And then we had a movement challenge that I would post to each group. And I tried to pick um, things for the youngers, uh, yoga that had cartoon characters online that they did. And then for the teenagers, they had some more fun hip hop type movement challenges. Mm -hmm. And I was getting good feedback from that as well. I I love how you brought your own magic to this. I really do, because that's what makes it real, right? When you're sharing your stories and you're coming from from your own heart space is really where the girls are feeling. They're feeling your energy. They're feeling it's real. And you had mentioned something about the craft before. You said so many amazing nuggets of wisdom that I want to bring attention to. You said about the craft, it doesn't have to be something crazy. You know, the reason we include crafts in the curriculum is to give these kids a hands-on experience where they're taking something home and it's a visual prompt, like for example, the gratitude jar. It's a visual prompt for them to take a look at that gratitude jar jar and remind themselves, oh, you know what? I need to seek the good in today because at the end of the day, I want to share something that I'm thankful for. So yeah, it doesn't have to be anything grand and huge. And the truth of the matter is all those girls really need from you is to show up for them, is to be there for them, is to see them, to hear that. 
So I, I appreciate that you explained how it doesn't have to be something so extensive. It just needs to be a symbol of what we've learned today. Exactly. I love that. And you also talked about uh, the free content that we give to the parents. And this is something I probably haven't shared enough about with the people who are looking at our program. We have a whole section where we give people, well, where we give facilitators tools to go out there in their own Facebook groups, kind of like the one we have right here, and to offer gifts, just gifts to the parents, whether it's a challenge and empower, we call it the empower her challenge, 10 tips to empower the young girls in your life. Or um, we take my XOXO from a girl who gets it book and we give you all the images and all the messages. And you can have a book party as a way to bring more parents into your network. So when you're ready to have a paid program, People will have kind of like, they'll be like, oh, I know Krista. She's already shared so much with us. And it's just kind of that idea of reciprocity. You've already given so much. They know you have value to add to their girls and uh, and they want to sign up, which I believe is how you got it going. You, sh- you shared who you are and they were all like, I- I'm in Krista's group. So I get to see everyone's like, where do I sign up? How do I sign up? When can my daughter come? Can you open one up for this age group? It's really Um, Like, again, I keep saying this, but it's amazing to me how much you've done in a couple of short months. Well, thank you. And I think, you know, the program, like you're saying, with free content, that is invaluable. That is one of the toughest parts is to write curriculum and to have good curriculum. And I've had so much feedback from different uh, moms saying it's so professional and different business owners have noticed it and said, everything is eye catching and so professional and caught my eye. And I said, well, that's how I feel too. That's amazing. I love it so much. I love it so much. And you've taken our graphics from the social media section and you've added your own, you know, prosper Texas. I love how you personalized everything and turned it into this amazing content that you put on your social media feed and your Facebook group and your Facebook page. So you're, you're rocking it, girl. It's amazing. Amazing to see. Um, I would love to know, and I think everyone would love to know what was your big, why, why, why girls empowerment and why now? Oh goodness. Well, my mom was a business owner. And so seeing that, um, as a young girl and being part of you know, helping her. I think I've had that entrepreneurial spirit in me and, um, but I feel deeply connected to women. Um, you know, I, I feel there were parts in my life where I was too focused. I'll be real transparent on boys and other things and didn't take the time to focus on what I needed to be looking at and what I needed in my life. And so, And I've had many conversations actually with my best friend about this. And we had talked in extent about how can we teach our girls things like self-confidence and to stay on these healthy paths and do the choice, you know, make the choices that they need to make for them and not for other people. And so we've just had so many conversations about what that would look like in how we can teach our daughters these exact skills. So again, when I saw that these messages have this already in there, I just knew I was like, this is so powerful. Girls need to hear this. I feel like we have some, you know, challenges that are specific to us as women. And, um, I, 
giving back to other people is a big part of my heart work and what I want to do with my life. It needs to have impact for me to feel that value that I can move confidently in. That's amazing. That's really, really amazing. And I love how each of us come at this from a different perspective. We've all had different life experiences. We've all had different childhoods, different challenges. And this is something we're going to be talking about a lot on tomorrow's live is that like, you know, so many women say to me, I, I, I feel wounded or I feel like my experiences, I haven't had positive experiences. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to share with the girls. And, and I feel like, no, actually, because of your unique experiences, you have everything to share with the girls and you are a story of resilience and perseverance and, and bring that energy, like bring, bring those challenges and the way that you've moved through them to our girls. Cause they need examples of people. Things aren't always hunky dory. Things aren't always easy. It's not always a straight line. And so you, you shared what it was like for you as a girl and what you were focused on and where you wanted the focus to go. So, uh, I, I really love that. I love that you brought your own why into, into the curriculum. And I have so many questions for you. I don't even know where to go next. Um, <laughs> What other uh, experiences, what other things, doors have opened up for you since you've become a facilitator? I think one of the neatest things that's happened since from the moment that I put it out there, I had another business owner reach out through my business page and email me. And I was looking in the future for a space to meet because I knew that someday, somehow that's going to happen. And it's going to be a part of our story is meeting in person with these girls. And even though it wasn't on the horizon right then and there, as I was launching, it just was in the back of my mind. And it was just kind of eating at me like, where am I going to meet with these girls? Um, I know that I want to meet out of my house for various reasons. And um, so this business owner reached out to me and just said, I believe in the message that you are bringing so much that if you need anything, you just reach out to me. And if you would like a place to host your girls here, I would love to be a part of that and do that for you. And I just had chills when I opened that message just all over me because I was like, this is another confirmation that things are lining up for the vision that I have. And then I had another business owner uh, reach out to me and say, um, it's a husband and wife team. And, uh, Tammy said, you know, Sal wishes that his daughters would have had this growing up and he would like to sponsor two girls for the month of July for them to go through four sessions each. And I had, they had already reached out to me saying they were interested in doing this. And I said, you guys just, you know, think about it, pray on what you want to gift. And I thought they might gift $50 or, you know, maybe a couple sessions here and there. And to come back with two girls for four sessions, I was blown away. I could not believe it. But for a man, you know, for a grown man to come and say, like, I wish my daughters had had this. We love what you are doing. Those those have been the biggest blessings that I've had. That's really beautiful. And it really is a co-creation, right? You took the first step. You took the aligned action. You did the hard work. And your community met you halfway, right? Like they, they want to, and I'm what, again, I'm watching in your Facebook group. It's such a beautiful thing to witness the way everyone is lifting you up. They see that you're, 
you're offering something of value to the girls that you want to you know, strengthen them from within. And they're like, I, you know, how can I support this? How can I be a part of this? Which I love. And, you know, there are so many women who I've been speaking to in the last few days. They want to sign up. They want to do this, but so many of them are afraid. They're like, I am afraid I'm just going to sign up for this course and not do anything with it. Do you have any words of wisdom for them? Well, first I understand because I felt the same way. And Melanie and I had conversations about that. And I'm like, this is just really a leap of faith that I'm taking. Um, but in my heart, I knew it was right. And, um, I have been already in my first month of releasing it. Um, I went ahead and did the payments because in my mind, I was like, you know what? I can work hard um, and give myself a little bit of time to, you know, get that money um, back. And so um, that would motivate me to work hard towards that. And so in my first month of virtual, I pretty much paid for my first payment of Girl Life. And then my July is already off to a good hit, uh, start. So I'm my program is you know, almost paid, like halfway paid. Mm. Um, and so that right there, let me know that this does work. Um, and it was the leap of faith that I needed to take. And, you know, you, like Melody said, you just sometimes have to make that jump. And sometimes when you, um, make that jump with something that has significant value, that motivates you to put the action behind it. No way, no how was I going to invest in something like this and not do the action behind it. And so you really, sometimes that can tie you in a good way to doing what you need to do. I, I love that. I really love that. And thank you for sharing that investment piece because that's another piece that comes with it. It's like, I think the, the first piece is, am I really going to act on this? Am I really going to do what I'm committing to do? And the other piece is the financial investment. And of course, we don't take it lightly um, that yes, that there there is a financial piece here, but but there is such an opportunity to earn you're sharing with us that within two months on virtual workshops where we charge less than we do for physical yeah. workshops, you're already halfway paid in your investment. And this invest, this is yours for life. We're not charging licensing fees, membership fees, renewal fees. So if you could do that in two months, what are you going to do in the next year? What are you going to do in the next five years, 10 years, 20 years? with this business in a box that is yours. So I, I think that also gives people the confidence to know, again, when you do the work, when you do the work, you don't just, I, I was saying to, this to you before we got on, you don't just sign up for the program, close your computer and go away. <laughs> you make sure you get that teachable app so you can listen if you're at the gym or in the car or on your daily walk and you do the work, you do the program and, and, the program works for you. So I appreciate you sharing that piece. And, and can you talk to us a little bit more about the financial capacity? You've shared that you've almost made your investment back, but how many girls are you bringing into each of your workshops? How many workshops are you running a week or a month? Maybe that will help people to, to imagine themselves in this role. So for virtually, I capped my numbers at seven girls. Um, I was trying to be mindful of Zoom calls and if they were taking five minutes each to share their craft, um, you know, what our time would look like. And um, I ran, so I had a 
Tuesday morning group for four weeks, a Friday afternoon group for four weeks, and then a Sunday uh, afternoon group for four weeks. That was my first virtual run. And my seven to nine group completely filled up, which that's what I was thinking. I feel like that is a sweet spot area. And so that was, that was true for us. And then my five to seven and my 10 to 12 only had, I think we had five girls in each only had two spots available in those two uh, groups, which I was very pleased with, um, worked out very well for the numbers for July. Um, we're, we're more open here in Texas with everything that's going on. So for July, we are meeting in person and we are doing safe, um, health practices that we've talked about with the group. We have a big space that we're able to meet at. So we're able to social distance at the different craft tables. Um, this will be my first time to jump in there and do it. I'm really excited. We'll have like temp checks and they can wear masks and things, um, with what they're comfortable with. So that uh, group we have, I'm opening up 10 slots for that. And we are right now in the middle of filling those. But um, I offered eight different sessions in July and they could pick amongst the eight different sessions. They could pick one session. Um, they could pick all eight. If they picked four or more sessions, I dis- I gave a small discount um, that made those sessions a little bit cheaper for them. So that helped because um, I saw that most moms did pick four sessions when I put the discount at that um, starting place. And again, even with um, what we've booked so far, um, and we're not even really near full capacity for all of those classes, a couple of them are about half full. And it's been interesting to see what the moms are picking. So I'm making note of out of the eight classes, what is getting the most enrollment for future. And I picked four classes that I did for my virtual. So that's like a rinse and repeat. So that'll be really easy for myself to rinse and repeat those. And then I challenged myself to pick four new sessions. So that way I'm pushing myself to learn four more. So that way by the fall, I'll be a little bit stronger. Whoa, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the organization. I love all the, the you know, the thought process the methodology, like it's, it is amazing what you've created. Congratulations. I want to pause because we have all these amazing questions coming in. Um, I can't see them all anymore. I do know that Allison Marie was asking, I believe she's a student and she's asking if it's something she could do concurrently with being a student or if she should wait and finish her studies and then become a facilitator. I think you could absolutely do it being a student because um, not only in the fall will I be a teacher, but also a student of my health coaching program as well. This is completely uh, flexible for your needs. So if you want to run one virtual group, you you run one virtual group and that's it. If you want to run three, you can run three. So giving yourself an opportunity to get started now and get your name in the community versus waiting. um, That was another thing that really, you know, pushed me because um, in our community, I want to be known as the girl life facilitator that has come in and put roots down and is helping girls from many different, we have many different surrounding cities. And so I plan on if I need to travel to those different cities, 
um, to get these chapters going and started and these groups up and going, then I'm going to do that. Um, and, you know, being able to run virtual at home as a student, I mean, you guys as a student are typically used to the technology and it's just ease. I mean, you can wear your cute top and your pajama bottoms. <laughs> I mean, what's better than your that? Yoga pants, right? Everyone's in yoga pants the last few months. It's all exactly. about comfort. it's all about comfort. Um, we have more questions coming in, and there's I I know you can't see the chat, but I want you to know, Krista, there's a lot of love coming your way. Everyone is inspired by you. They're saying you're doing an amazing job. They're 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 all excited and in awe. So I wanted to share that with you. Uh, both Ella and Irene are asking, what's your favorite workshop and why? Oh goodness, good question. Okay, let me think. This is hard. Okay, this is a really hard choice because I feel like um, so many of the workshops connect together and they build upon each other. So I've noticed that as I'm starting to teach the workshops, I'm like, oh, this topic, remember when we talked about this last week, girls, this is exactly what we're talking about. Um, Gratitude is a special lesson for me because I do feel that it shifts everything. Once you teach yourself how to move from a a mind shift of what we're lacking or what didn't work out or what didn't happen, and you teach yourself and these girls to move off of that path and continually jump on the path of gratitude, it filters everything else in your life differently. So that one is huge for me. I um, have the art of giving as one of our July and that has a service um, community gifting project with it. I haven't done it yet, but I'm really excited to do that. I cannot wait. And I just thought this is a really neat workshop. And then the fact that you could run that at different points of the year, um, Thanksgiving, different times. I, I can't wait to learn that one. Oh my God, you're going to love that one. It's one of my favorites too, because it's all a service mentality. And I truly believe we rise by lifting others. And we teach young kids in this workshop that you too, like the the greatest gift that you can give yourself is the gift of your time, your, your energy, you know, your, whatever your presence to another human being. And I think we don't learn that lesson early early on enough in life, um, and especially in the current environment and everything that's going on in our world, I feel like our kids need this message now more than ever. Um, so that's, but those are great answers to the questions. And guys, if you have more questions, keep them coming in. Krista and I will keep chatting and I will, I will keep checking back with the chats. I'm trying to keep an eye on it, but I'm so enjoying this conversation that I just want to hear everything that Krista has to say. But definitely keep those questions coming in the chats. Um, Okay, Krista, I have a few more questions for you. This is amazing. And and I'm so thankful that you're taking the time to do this with us on your weekend. And Krista is out of town on vacation. And she's cleared this, this 45 minutes, this hour for us. So again, lots of gratitude for that. Thank you. Um, I, I think there are just so many women who are, who are still fearful to take the next step. Um, what, what kind of information might you be able to share with them about what happens when you're in the program? Like the level of support, how user-friendly is, is the portal? Because we have a lot of people like myself who are not so tech savvy <laughs> and want to know that, you know, can, can I get in there and can I learn even if I'm not a computer whiz? 
Yes, you can. Um, I absolutely love the portal. Uh, just like you were mentioning earlier, you can take it anytime, anywhere and uh, listen to the lessons. Everything in the lesson is easy because you have slides that are given to you. I like to print my slides out and then I like to listen to your talk and write notes on my printed slide because you will say something in your talk that sparks something that I want to tell the girls that may be an additional story or experience that I've had, or I just love the way that you phrase it. And so taking those notes as you have the talk going is one of my favorite ways to prepare. And just um, everything that we're, we're given the, the, the logos and just the slides and everything is already ready. The crafts, it's, it's, it's easy. It's so, so easy. And then I think the thing that was one of the most impactful things on my decision was that when you become a part of this community, you have instant support from all of the different facilitators that are currently, that have currently gone before you. And you can jump right in the facilitator group and ask questions and get immediate feedback. And then on top of it, you have Melody that will call you and meet with you. And, and so when you think about having that mentorship in business, that's, that's just not given to you normally when you start a business. Like I said, with my mom, I mean, I watched her from the ground up, build everything, um, pretty, uh, pretty much on her own. And so when you have, first of all, a mentor, if you were to hire a mentor, that's thousands and thousands of dollars to hire a mentor. But with you, we, we get you who already knows the business that we're trying to launch and our specific needs. So I remember talking to my best friend about it and saying, I feel like I have this umbrella of support immediately. As soon as I jump in, I want something that's my own business, but I, I feel like I have this almost protection around me to, to jump in and have immediate support. It was such a comfort, comforting feeling to me and was another huge reason in my decision to go with something like this. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And, and, you know, the, the reason I, you know, we learn from every experience that we have in our lives and I've done a lot of different courses and I've done a lot of different certification programs because I, I, I love to learn and I love to build on everything that we're doing here and bring more content to our, to our girl life family. But what I noticed was really missing from this space was implementation support and so I make a very big effort to be very present for the facilitators and to make sure like the second you guys sign up, we, I'm letting you know that in one week we have an exclusive training for all the facilitators where we talk about how to unlock your success as a girl life facilitator. Cause we're all like buzzing from the mindset training and we're like, we're like working our way up. We're feeling good. And I don't want us to come down. I want us to like build on that and use that as fuel so that we can really further this impact we want to have in the girls empowerment world. So I'm so glad that that's coming through. Um, that means so much to me. I'm trying to see what other questions we have. Ines. Ines is asking how many facilitators are there currently? We have, I want to say about 125 facilitators now there were 120 until a few days ago and our, our girl life family is growing we've welcomed loose we've welcomed christine we've welcomed eunice and it's just so exciting to watch this mission expand across all all four corners of the world it's, it's such a beautiful thing um is there anything that you would like to add as we're waiting for more questions to come in. Is there anything that you want to share that I haven't asked you about? Um, 
any questions for me, whatever they may be. Oh my goodness. Um, honestly, I think, you know, you guys have done a great job. Melody has done an amazing job. Um, what she's created, the support that she's given, um, the sky is the limit with this. I, I, me and Melody were also talking about, you know, I think a lot of it is our own mindset too. You've, you've got to correct the mindset, which is why she um, teaches on topics like this for us. It was um, another layer to have the accountability that this group offers, not only like she was saying, the support that you're given immediately, but that accountability. If um, it truly, if I didn't have Melody on these uh, lives saying, this message is important. We got to start now. We've got to go virtual. We can do this. Uh, she would put in the specific accountability posts. What was one thing you know, that you did for your business this week that's helping you move along. And so then when you see those things and you're willing to put the action behind it, that is where the beauty happens. And so not only are you getting that support, you're getting that push that you're going to need to stay on track. And that's, that's what I needed. <laughs> I was like, I can deliver this message, but I, I sometimes need that little fire put under me. <laughs> that's amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Krista, so very much. I feel so blessed and I feel such good, like, I don't know how to put it into words, but such good fortune that this program and I have attracted some of the most incredible women I've ever known and that I get to do this every single day with all of you. So I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, it means the world to me that you took time on your weekend to come and hang out with us. Um, I, I do see a few more questions questions coming in and we'll just address those. Uh, Irene is saying, I think for me, I was never given the tools to have the self-confidence or self-esteem to facilitate these workshops. Did you have similar feelings or thoughts? By doing these trainings, were you able to shift your mindset? I just don't want to go all in and then have a fake it till you make it mentality because I don't feel confident enough. So I think with that, I've learned over the years, and I think this is something that you'll want to work on too, is just understanding that you are unique and whatever you say is different than how I can say it. And whatever story like Melody was talking about that you've been through is your tool to share with these girls. It, there's something that you've been through that you've experienced that you're going to be able to bring that to your training. And so you've, you've got, that is a place to work on, to be able to sit in that confidence of, of knowing, um, what your mission is when you're sitting down with these girls and how your story is impactful to them. And, you know, these girls need good mentorship, mentorship in their lives, because think about, I mean, I have a daughter and I can sit here and tell her all day some of these things, but she's not always receptive about when it comes from me, but you put her at school with her teacher and her teacher might say some similar things and it's, you know, up here and I'm even a teacher, you know, past teacher myself. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have all the tools, you know, to be able to teach her all these things. But sometimes our girls need to hear it from someone else. And so you have a very powerful opportunity to mentor girls when sometimes, you know, their parents can't even quite reach them in that, in some of these um, particular age ranges that they're in. And especially now that they're all home with parents and they might be in the same household together and they're needing that outlet of another woman that can speak, you know, truth and life over them. 
Gorgeous. Amazing advice. I, I love all of it. Thank you for that, Krista. Um, let us know if that helps, Irene. And I'm going to just add my my piece to this as well. You're saying you don't want to go all in with the fake it till you make it attitude. I absolutely agree. I don't believe in faking it till you make it. I believe in showing up, being real, being you. Um, I don't know if you remember from our training, speak your truth, even if your voice shakes. Like, I want you to take that. I want you to, I want you to take everything that's real, even if there's fear there, because, because you just showing up for those girls means so much more than I know how to express to you, but you'll know it when you, when you start doing this, the look in their eyes, the the feeling of, of having really been seen and heard. Cause just like Krista said, she might take a message to her girls or to her son, uh, sorry, to your daughter or to your son, and they may not be completely receptive. Right. And I know that that's the case with my kids for sure. Like I do this for a living and I know that that's probably not um, a situation. They're not always listening to me, but it's so good to have another mentor to just be there to see them and to hear them and to, to love them. That's, that's what it is. And so as far as another piece of that fake it till you to, till you make it that you were asking about the curriculum is designed so that you are actually doing these activities for you for your younger self first, we are being given all the tools that we never had as young girls. We're internalizing these messages as women. We're relearning these messages. We're unlearning the fears, relearning these new principles and these new ways of operating in the world, um, and then taking the messages to the girls. So I don't want you to think of this just as something that you're taking and you're delivering. First, you are you are internalizing it. You are learning from it. And then you are delivering it. So I don't know if that helps at all. Um, and then let's see. And Irene says, neither do I. I am not a fake it till you make it kind of person. Good. I'm not trying to attract fake it till you make it people here. That's just not what this is about. This is about go out there and be real. Go out there and be real. No matter what that looks like for you, I promise it will be welcomed by these girls. Um, and Ines is saying, yes, just showing up. And Eunice is saying, I'm nervous they will get bored and I can't capture their attention. Do you have anything to say to that, Krista? So um, I do think with virtual, that is going to be uh, maybe looking a little bit different than in-person um, for the age ranges. I remember some facilitators go live um, in the morning to their groups and then they do like a Zoom um, in the evening to follow up or maybe a couple of days later. I can see the value in that as well, um, breaking it up. For me, that was more of a challenge just because with my son and having him set. So um, the very first week I went Facebook Live only as our session one. And then we met at that same time again the next week. And half was our Zoom call to show our craft from the week before. And then half was our week two lesson, which in that sense, it worked in the sense of the parents didn't have to worry about scheduling an additional time. They knew it was that one time. It also worked in the sense that our Zoom and our lesson were just capped at, 
you know, a certain amount of time, which I think worked well with their attention span for virtual as well. So I think, you know, play with that. And again, the, one of the biggest strengths you can have is just to understand that it's not going to roll off maybe exactly perfectly every time, but that you're committed to constantly reevaluate, reevaluating what you liked and then what you want to tweak. Love that. Yeah. And you said the word that the word perfect, right? It's not going to be, it's never going to be perfect because perfect doesn't exist. Like we have done some work on this together and, and we need to remind you guys that there will never be a perfect moment. There will never be a perfect situation there. Like there's just no such thing. It, what, what happens is you just show up with your full heart and that's all that it is. And you give it all you've got. Um, but there is no perfection. Our goal is not to strive towards perfection because we cannot go out there and try to teach these girls that they should strive for perfection. Cause that's when we really will have not done what we set out to do. So you just showing up and I keep saying this and being real and being you and forgetting perfection um, and knowing that you have something to offer is everything, is everything. If you love what you're hearing, please go ahead and leave us a review so we can keep the empowerment flowing. Also, be sure to join us on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment and check out our Facebook group called The Business of Empowering Girls, where thousands of women who have female entrepreneurship and empowerment on their hearts come together. I am so grateful to have you as a part of our community, and I'll talk to you again next week.